This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It's Boomer and Geo on the Fan and the CBS Sports Network. And we're coming to you live from the Bill Fuller Tough Studio. Boomer Sison, Greg Giannotti. It's Boomer and Geo on the Fan, simulcast across the country on CBS Sports Network. And wherever you are in the free Odyssey app, good Friday morning, a feel-good Friday. Not really a football Friday. One of those left out in Vegas. Boomer just got back from there. He was scouting everything out for us. What we're going to do next week, all that good stuff. Of course, plenty of Knicks today as they continue to roll. It is amazing what is happening with that team. Good morning, Boomer. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing good, G. And uh, I don't know about scouting. You were scouting it out. I'm going to tell you what we're going to be doing. We're going to be sleeping is what we're going to be doing. Well, especially Monday and Tuesday where it's going to be pouring complete washouts those days out in Vegas. You know, when I got there, it was beautiful. It was about 70 degrees when I landed. It was beautiful. It was like a sunset. Now, I called you up and I told you. I said, man... If it stays like this, we're good to go. Don't worry about it. And I said, it's not going to stay like that. It's going to pour rain when we get there. I, uh, and that negativity hit me when I was leaving yesterday because <laughs> it was raining when I left yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, yeah, kind of weird. Hopefully, uh, Super Bowl week is going to be uh, better at the end than it will be at the beginning. But, I, you know, I stayed at the Mandalay. So, I didn't I didn't really go down on this trip. Oh, you did not? No, I didn't have time. I mean, like, it, you, you'd think uh, I had 48 hours. It was a 48-hour trip. And when I got there, it was probably 7 o'clock at night, 10 o'clock our time. So I was, I was trying to stay on our time. Of course. I went to bed, got up really early, had a few hours to myself during the day. That, that was nice. I just you know went down and had lunch and things of that nature. And then uh, I had to go do that shoot at Allegiant Stadium, which, by the way, is beautiful inside. Nice. I, yeah, I have not seen it inside. Was that the first time you've been there inside first time, stadium? The first time inside. Yeah. Um, it's, it's smaller than most stadiums. I think it's only about sixty-five, maybe 70,000. Uh, and what is really cool about the stadium, much like Arizona Stadium, you know, they they roll the tray, the field in on a tray. That is right. So when uh, we were there shooting the Super Bowl greatest commercial show, uh, they were painting a turf field that was in there, and they were painting it just like they would it would be the Super Bowl field. And the re- the reason they were doing that was because that's where Usher will practice now. He's not going to practice on the real field. Uh, they'll have uh, media day there Sunday or Monday night, mm-hmm. and they'll they'll use the field for all different things early in the week. And I think they're going to roll the tray in. I think somebody told me Wednesday. And the interesting thing about this, if you remember back to last year's Super Bowl, you know the Eagles were complaining. They had seventy sacks during the regular season. That's right. Go into the Super Bowl, they don't have one sack. And all of their pass rushers were slipping all slipping over all over the place. I remember, and that was a big talking point the Monday after the Super Bowl. How the hell could that happen? Same kind of situation here now with uh, you know with uh, the Raiders and Las Vegas and their their 
tray of uh, grass that comes in, and we'll see if uh, they do anything. And of course, George Toma, the guy that for years uh, who did retire after last turf guy, today, he did not go out on top. Uh, no, he did not. And today is his ninety fifth birthday. By the oh, way, happy birthday, George! <laughs> yes. Did you slam him in that sports minute for having the sloppy grass in his last Super Bowl? I have to tell you. So he did our Super Bowl in Super Bowl twenty three down in Miami. Oh, my goodness. And our field was the opposite of what last year's field was. Our field was a quagmire. Mm. Their field last year was like... uh, Slippery, and as as you know, the guys in Philadelphia are arguing about a very tight field, tight, tight, very tight. So anyway, Vegas is. Uh, I, I guess it's ready for Boomer and Geo, and uh, with Al and Eddie and Jerry, and everybody's all excited. Uh, ran into a number of New Yorkers, uh, both on the plane and the airport. Um, then I I basically got uh, deed in the drive through coming through the. Uh, Going, trying to get on a plane yesterday. So we're coming back, and I'm sitting in first class, which is very nice. Yeah, of course. And the woman's up there, and she says, okay, you know, you're boarding by rows, blah, 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 or groups or whatever. And I said, yeah, it's fine. And she makes an announcement, you know, only two bags per person. Now, this plane is half full, by the way. It's not full. She even says, it's not a full flight, but we have a policy of standing by only two bags per person. I figure I'm, I'm sitting in first class, so I went out in first class. Yeah. And I had a garment bag and a wheelie bag. Garment bag. Garment bag and a wheelie bag. And Got then it. I also had my like my over-the-shoulder backpack. Okay. So leaving Newark, no problem. Leaving Vegas, I get up, I, I take my phone, I put it on the, the, the barcode reader or the QR code reader. Boop. And she goes, oh, excuse me, mister. Uh, I no. said, yes. She goes, only two bags. I said, well, this is like a garment bag, and this is like a wheelie bag, and I have this holder bag, and I'm sitting in first class. There's plenty of room. Yeah. And she goes, no, only three bags. I mean, only two bags. So she took my bag, and you know, now I'm jamming up the line behind me. God. And, and they, they, they the checked are, your one bag. And, and you could tell the people are you know, getting a little annoyed. Like, you didn't hear what she said. And I said, well, I'm already at the gate. And I was able to do this. Going out, I figured I'd be able to do it going back, and it wasn't like I had like this big garment bag. I just had a garment bag and a wheelie bag in my in my backpack. That was it. You could stuff that in the overhead, no problem. And what made me really annoyed, what made me really freaking annoyed? Okay, she that? took the bag, she checked the bag, fine, whatever. It took an extra three and a half minutes, which seemed like an eternity because everybody's looking at me like I'm an idiot. Hmm. Uh, I get on the, I get on first class. I sit down, I look over, and a guy comes in. I don't know, two minutes later to sit in the seat right next to me. He's got three bags. What? Three bags. He had three bags. Well, one of his bags was like a one of those Cinderella bags, like a, uh, like a supermarket bag. like one of those Get plastic. out of here. And he had three bags. Now, I didn't know whether or not I should get up and make a fuss. You should have. I would have. It's one of those weird situations where now if I do... You know, all these people are going back to New Jersey and New York, so they're most likely, yeah, look a at, lot of them probably know who I am or whatever. Right. right? Look at Boomer. He's making a big fuss about the bag thing. Right. Now, who was this guy, this first class guy? Was he, I, I don't know. I didn't I didn't. We get, probably, I didn't. He's clearly more important to, than you to right. the airline. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, and I have to say, the airline was on time. United was on time. I didn't have any oh, problems. Oh, it was United. Okay. Everything was fine. It was comfortable. Uh, you know, Every, everything was good. I, I didn't want to complain about it, but I just I knew I held up the line when I really shouldn't have had to hold up the line. And then another guy comes on two minutes later with three bags. Mm. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. So I, I thought about it for about 30 seconds to get up, to go walk out, you know, the, the sky bridge or whatever the hell you call it, 
and complain. But ah, I was like, forget it, screw it. And then, of course, you got to get to Newark, and then you got to you got to wait for your bags now. Yeah, now you got to wait for your bags, and then you got to stand there. Oh no! And you got to like, stand there, and then you're getting attacked. It's selfie city. Selfie. Oh, you took a lot of selfies standing there. It's okay. You know what? I don't want you to go through this again. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to get us a private plane out to Vegas. We'll leave on Sunday. I'll just I'll book that today for us, so you don't have to deal with that type of nonsense. I'll take care of it. Don't worry. about it. I wouldn't say that it was nonsense, but it was. I went from being at the front of the line, going through to getting stopped, and then jamming everybody else up. And I felt bad for everybody behind me because I know what they were all saying. What is this? Dip wad doing holding us up. See, stop. You did not feel bad for them. You felt embarrassed for yourself because people were so I that. turned around to the people behind me and said, Sorry, folks. <laughs> sorry, folks. Sorry, folks. You gave them a sorry, folks. I did. I told And did they sorry. say it's okay or did they glare back at you? It's okay, uh, Boomer, no problem. Ass wipe douchebag. Right. What do you want to do? You want to put me in jail? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, they don't put anybody in jail these days, or at least not right. keep them there. I don't know so, if you're watching the news around here the last couple of days. Do you see this story? What story is that now? Oh, you don't know the story. Right? No, I probably do know the story, but what story is about it? The, about the cop who got beat up by the illegal immigrants? The two cops. Yeah, yeah, yeah the cops. And now, and now they're out of jail because they don't jail. keep them in jail, and they, they've fled to California. Yeah, I know that. I mean, just... I, I know exactly what's going on. But, you know, this is a sports joke. show. We're supposed to be bringing happiness on a feel-good Friday. And by the way... I have to say, the Knicks, without three of their five starters, remember, Mitchell Robinson was the starter. He's not playing. Mm-hmm. No Ananobi uh, and no uh, Julius Randle. And I, I texted my man, Mike Breen, uh, yesterday, who I thought did a great job describing the game with Clyde about how this is an old-school throwback game, most likely because the Knicks missed so many three-pointers. Mm-hmm. And they had, to do, they had to rebound. They had to play defense. And... These are guys that are like you can tell it. They feel it, man. They feel, they feel it. They feel it on defense. They feel it with their effort. Um, and the guys that are getting you know minutes now, uh, like Precious Achua and Jericho Sims and Deuce McBride, who came in last night, and Wait, Hartenstein had eighteen, nineteen uh, yeah, rebounds yeah, last Hartenstein. night. But you know the amazing thing about him, like he's the starter right now. Remember, he was coming off the bench when Mitchell Robinson was healthy. Now I just what I worry about. With all big guys, is playing the way that he plays. He plays balls to the wall the whole game. That is true. Uh, but this is now back to back games that he didn't have Ananobi and didn't have Randall, and hopefully Ananobi is back soon. Julius Randall is. I'm a little nervous about all of that because it is just they're they feel like they've dodged a bullet. They feel like it's positive, but until he comes back, plays and looks like himself, I'm going to be nervous about that because clearly, even though in these two games. They've won without him and won they, convincingly. They, they, they need these guys. We know but, that. But they, if they're going to win in the playoffs, they absolutely have to have Julius Randle. And it's amazing that I'm sitting here saying this because the last couple of playoff appearances, Julius Randle has been a detriment. But more than he's been a positive, but, you know but now he's different. It just goes to show you the most important player in this team is Jalen Brunson. Well, we, yeah, we, and we all know that. And they can win games, you know, in the middle of, uh, you know, here we start February, but in the middle of the winter uh, without their best player. So they can win games against a good team. It was also missing part of their roster, too, because of injury. And Tyrese Halliburton didn't play the whole game. But I just, all I know is that Jalen Brunson is the most important player and maybe the best player we've had here in 20 years. I mean, he's the most rounded player, well-rounded player 
unselfish player. Need a bucket, go get the bucket. Need a three-point shot, go get the three-point shot. Need a rebound, get the rebound. You need an assist, give an assist. I mean, the guy is unbelievable. And the fact that, you know, they were chanting MVP, MVP last night, I would say he's right there in the running. I mean, I, I look, I mean, there are other guys, maybe Doncic, maybe Embiid, maybe Jokic. Well, Embiid's hurt now, and right. God knows but, when he's going to come mean, back. Like, every single night, this guy just is like going 100 miles an hour. There's no nights off for him. And, you know, when he's not out there, uh, you know, in a game where he's not starting, and I mean, like, if they're sitting him before he gets hurt a little bit, they're a completely different team. I mean, he is he is the engine of that team. He is the heartbeat of that team. And then guys like, you know, uh, you know, Josh Hart play off of that. Hartenstein plays off of that. You could see it. And and Deuce McBride plays off of that. I, like I said, Deuce hit one uh, three-pointer late in the fourth. I think it was still about six minutes to go or something in the game. And I felt like that's where the Knicks finally were. They were able to breathe. They finally hit one. You could hear a brain going, they finally hit one. And uh, I thought he was great last night because it was. It was old school. We were just missing Reggie Miller and Patrick Ewing and Oakman <laughs> and all those lunatics back in the 90s because that's what that game felt like last night. Yeah, I mean, the Pacers are a good team. Pacers are one of the best offensive teams in basketball. They're five games over 500. And for the Knicks to just, and, and they were fighting all night and had a comeback and they just, they don't, they play regular season basketball like like they play playoff basketball. Which they were is, arguing last night a lot too with the referees. And rightfully yeah, well, so. All I mean, teams were. There's, listen, it's 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 the I mean, intensity. Jalen Bunsen got smashed right in the forehead. Yeah, I mean, there there are guys like like that come along in the history of New York sports that change everything for the franchise, and Jalen Brunson is on the verge of doing that. If if now we saw them lose in the second round last year, it's going to be about the playoffs, just like it is with every other great player. But if he gets his team to an NBA Finals, and God forbid, I mean, I mean, well, not God forbid, but if they ever win one, I mean, my lord, these 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 immortalist statues are going to change the name of. Houston Street, the Brunson Street. I mean, they're gonna. This, I, this place is gonna go crazy. But like when you know Gary Carter comes over uh, to the Mets, Mike when, Piazza. Mike P. Well, yeah, Piazza. Obviously, they went to a World Series, but well, did why not. are you going to the Mets? Why? There's, there's I was going players. to because you cut me off. That's why I was about, going to Mark Messier and the Rangers. I was going to say more, but it's it, there's a whole bunch of them in the history of New York sports in all different, every single one of them. Whether it's drafting Eli Manning. Or getting Makai Becton, if you're the Jets. <laughs> the Jets, I don't really have one for you. Uh, Rex Ryan, I guess, would yeah, be Rex the one. Rex Ryan would be the one, yeah. Rex Ryan would I be the Bill one. I think Bill Parcells first. Bill Parcells. And, and then Rex Ryan, yes. But there, there are people in the history of, of these, these major sports franchises, the Yankees. There's a million of them we can go over and over and over again. Who's the Islander? I know who it is. The Islander who changed everything? Yeah, I think I know who it is. I'm not a fan of the Islanders, but I think I know who it is. But he's been embroiled in some controversy lately for n- nothing that he's done. It's just that the way people react sometimes. Just don't. Uh, people react to him. Not Bobby Nystrom. No, they all were a great team, but I think Butch Goring was the oh, one okay. that brought it all together. Okay. You know all what right. I'm saying? I That's think, right. Butch Goring. I think I've read that somewhere. I'm not I'm not really that deep into it, so yeah. but I, I think that that's the guy. So the the point is Derek Jeter for the Yankees. Yeah, when he came along, obviously. There's a mil- the Yankees examples are a million. But even you can even say if you want to Sims. Yeah. So Barnes Taylor. Yep. These are all great examples. So Jalen Brunson is in that Patrick Ewing prior to Jalen Brunson. Jalen Brunson is now in that conference. We're, we are now, he is close to being in New York sports well, heaven. I mean, Mar- how about close. Marty Brodeur? 
Yeah, it's the devil's though. Man. Yeah, I, but it's a cup you know winner. That's you know, listen, and he was a big reason why they won the cups. Yeah, no, of course, mm. I know. But you gotta. I mean, like at the end of the day, look, I played here for three years. I know what you're talking about. I mean, Jalen is playing great, and I'm. It made it's making basketball watchable because they're playing defense, and they are. And when they're missing three point shots, and they have to get rebounds, mm-hmm. and they got to hustle, tip the ball, all that kind of crap. That's what the Knicks of the '90s were. Under Pat Riley, that's ex- oh, and, and even under Jeff Van Gundy, that's what they looked like, and they weren't backing down from anybody. And they're missing, like I said, three of their top five players, mm-hmm. and they continue to win. And it has been that's amazing. Awesome. That is great. It is, and uh, it and it's fun. It'll give us something because you know, obviously, with these, you got Juan Soto with the Yankees, but the Mets are not trying to win this Juan year. Soto, but. The Mets are not trying to win this year, so when we get into the spring and the Knicks are playing some playoff games, so we could try, you know... The we Mets could, are not trying to win this year. No, they're not, clearly. Not, not because trying to win. they're not getting Evan a stick. <laughs> they're not getting anybody. Now, you want to be talking they about getting... They have sticks. They don't have sticks. They have sticks. They've had, they had a lot of they injuries last year. Tiddlywinks is what they've got. they got sticks. Is Lindor a stick? Yeah, all right. Lindor and Alonzo, stick. Mar- Marte a stick? If he's out there and actually playing... You know a stick? Occasionally, Alvarez a stick. Yeah, we'll see. Hopefully, All right, okay. Well, I'll, you got to. You need another one. You just can't have uh, you know <laughs> Beatty and Vienta. Whatever. We're talking baseball. I mean, My I, point <laughs> is that they don't. They don't. You don't want to talk. They baseball. are in tro- They are not trying to win this year. They've made it clear. Don't tell the players that. Uh, different story, right? David Stearns and Steve Cohen have decided. Twenty twenty four, not important to them. The tax write offs aren't, aren't aren't important to them. Well, that is, but the obviously the winning, like they don't they don't expect to make the playoffs. They don't expect to to win a division. Get a, they don't they don't they're just Think trying about to, the tax write off for the depreciation of Max Scherzer and Justin Verlander and Jacob Degrom. Mm. A lot of depreciation. There. Not a depreciation. <laughs> uh, okay, it's Boomer and Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network. Get Jerry in here in just a couple of minutes. Okay. Picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Boomer and Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network on its feel-good Friday. And we all feel good if you are a Knicks fan after another win last night. And Jalen Brunson was feeling so good when he was getting interviewed uh, inside the arena and the fans could hear him chanting MVP that he was actually getting a little choked up, which I love to see. I mean, to have some emotion, to see this fan base as fired up as it is and he knows how important it is to the city and the Knicks fans and the organization, that was that was awesome to see as they continue to roll last night. Jerry's here to tell us about that and more. What's up, Jerry? We are brought to you by the Farmer's Dog. Fresh, human-grade dog food delivered right to your door. We're also brought to you by Town Fair Tire. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. And right now, nobody is beating the Knicks. And I thought this 20-second clip pretty much encapsulates exactly what they are right now. Layup blocked by Achua. Knocks loose. Picked up by Brunson. Heald is shaken up. Heald is down. Knicks have five on four. Heald is hurt. Brunson shake and bake. Kicks it back out. DiVincenzo three-pointer. Achua tips it up and in. Time out. Pacers. Bedlam here at the Garden. So there you go. Good defense leading to solid offense. Part of a 109-105 win over Indiana. Knicks now 32-17. and Brunson 11 of his 40 in the fourth quarter. Did it with that swollen eye, and I think you guys referenced that. Uh, How many minutes did he play, by the way? Do we know? I don't, but I, I would say it's got to be around 40. Has to be. I mean, that's. I mean, he plays hard. There were not many times he was off the floor. Right, and I mean, he just basically controls the game. And Here, I know, and I, this is the one thing I will say. What are we all going to say about Thibodeau and the way that he plays his guys? Well, that the regular season, he plays them too much, too many minutes, and by the time you get to the postseason, the other teams seem fresher. That's that's been a knock about, on him. But all right, so Achua played forty three minutes, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then thirty seven minutes for Jam. Thirty seven, okay. But it's like a hard thirty seven because he's always, he's always like, well, you got no Randall Ananobi. He's taking the reins. Let's go. Oh yeah, okay. Like let's go. I mean, and they only played eight guys last night. That's about normal for him. I mean, eight or nine. Nine. No, never more than nine. Right, right. Here was Tom Thibodeau, just on Brunson. His resolve is so great. He's and he get takes a beating. He, you know, like and I think he needs to be protected. He, you know, and he, you know, and it's there were several plays in which he he got hit. And if it's a foul, it's a foul call. He should be getting more calls. He yes. needs to be protected. Okay. Here was the. Uh, here's the <laughs> clip you're referencing with MSG. I think this is Alan Hahn doing the stand up. Uh, on the court after the win. Just talk about the journey you've been on and how it has reached this point now where you're on the garden floor hearing MVP chance and you're going to the All-Star game. I mean... I got, I got nothing to say. Emotional. Good for him. Uh, yeah, I mean, this is, it's like we woke up and this is, this is, does not feel like real life. I mean, it feels like this is a, a dream. It's, this is, this is not really happening. The momentum is building. I'll tell you what, you know, what, was, what wasn't a dream, I guess you could say, is Kevin Durant's performance the other night in Brooklyn. Man, he was awesome. 
What do you think? He was. Yeah. They gave him the tribute video. Yeah. How was that? Were you emotional with that? No, that was stupid. It was? I did not think he should have gotten a tribute video. Really? But he was great that night. He was good, yeah. He's already played more games the with the too. Big Three on Phoenix than he ever did with the uh, Big Three on Brooklyn. We covered that yesterday, yeah. Oh, you, I didn't know you did. I, yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't see it. When you took off. Okay. Were you happy I was off after that performance? Uh, no, I was I was happy you were off because O's came in and blew my mind. Okay. I did see that. Yeah, it was good. That was a lot of fun. And I guess you guys are trying to figure out how he did it, and you're trying to ruin his life now, right? I'm not. I am not at all. That is that is not true. Sounds like to me, the guy's a magician. I don't want to know himself a mentalist, and you guys are trying to take him down. I am not taking. I want to promote the guy. I thought he was awesome. Hold on a second. In no way are we trying to take him down. We loved the guy when he was in here. We just sat and had a conversation going, how the hell did he do it? That's all. Which just I like think, everybody else does. Yeah, amazing thing is I know I'm going to get a Google alert. Boomer and Geo try to unearth the truth about O's. I'm like, I have nothing to do with any of no. it. I think we just had a conversation like anybody that goes to you're, a magic show wonders, man, right, how maybe, did he do maybe that? Maybe it was just you're, Eddie who was trying to ruin him. Uh, yeah, it was, it was definitely Eddie. Not, he was trying to ruin him. But not uh, not the rest of us. Or I didn't now ask a question about something about this. No, I was very amazed by it. And then later on in the afternoon, I did do some research. Oh, about okay. Because I was because my mind was blown. I couldn't figure it out, and I was really puzzled how someone was reading my mind. It was like really throwing was me off. Sitting in here, like when yeah, it like when he pulled out Jermaine Wiggins and Drew Pearson out of. Uh, well, the six I was at a loss for words. The six a hard thing too. too. That too. I couldn't. Uh, Are you guys okay with it then? You're. I'm mean, like you were amazed. I thought by it was. It. I, I can't say it enough. Under, I want to promote. I want right. to get him to come to an event. I you're think not he's awesome. Undercut him. No. You're not looking at YouTube videos no, trying to figure out for, what he's doing. No. I mean, that's for a holes oh, on the internet. Oh, that's good. Al. No, I did. Oh, well, I did look at the at videos. Al an a hole in the internet. Did he? Let me ask you. But this. I didn't post did anything. Post no, I did not. So then, not come in here and talk about it this morning. Not on the air. No. Okay, last thing good, I'm glad to hear that. So I feel like he's in show business, I'm in show business. Big show business guy, <laughs> got to take care of each other. Yes. Brothers in arms, Al Dukes and Oz Perlman. <laughs> <laughs> like Oz isn't going out there saying Al really hates sports or anything. <laughs> <laughs> True. It's a very good point. Anyhow, the Knicks have won nine straight and 15 of 17. Um, That's unbelievable. Just think about that for a second. It's a lot of games. They've of won nine straight, 15 of 17. I've seen it. I've what, heard it. I know, but when was the last time we said that? Have we ever said that? Yeah, the Knicks have won nine in a row before, sure. I don't remember when. There's got to be a... They've had some... I mean, no, it's been bad of late, but they've had some great teams. Yeah, when? Oh, come on. You had some... Well, what did they win with um, with Jeremy Lin around for that three-week window? Hmm. Like, I was- that was really exciting. They did a lot of winning. They did. Even the 56-win season with Carmelo. Like, right. they and, did have JR some good seasons. Then and Carmelo had a torpedo and shiv him in the back. <laughs> well, all right, let me ask you this. What do you think the longest winning streak in Nick's history is? I want to... Uh, hmm. I have no idea. I have no I idea. Either. They won nine straight in uh, 2021. Okay. Wait, what? <laughs> Two yeah. years ago. Yeah. I About don't 15 that. out of 17. Mm-hmm. Longest winning streak for the Knicks, 18. 1969. Yes. Look at you. So you've seen it. There's Clyde Frazier, Dick Barnett, the of Busher, course, the t- Willis tw- Reed, the, the captain. The 2012-2013 season, they won 13 in a row. They did. Wow. And oh, that was yeah. Carmelo, right? It should have been, yeah. 
So we've seen this. So no, this, like this, this feels good. <laughs> well, it's been, been a while. This kind of feels serious good, question. You know why? Because they they were shorthanded three stars. I agree, and I think this actually. I know he guys? doesn't want to hear it, but I do feel like they have a championship feel to them. What would you say more spectacular in terms of the way they're being embraced? The Jeremy Lin month or this season? This, this right oh, now. Oh, this. Jalen really, Brunson. I, I mean, Jerry Lynn took over the country. Yeah, look. I mean, everybody had Lynn Sanity there for a while. But no, but did this, Cheryl Teague but, call up yeah, and but, say, I have Lynn Sanity? I know that. No. But for it? us Nick fans, Bo true, Derek. hardcore, died in the wall, old-time Nick fans, that game last night reminded us of a game that we might have seen in 1994. Well, it feels like they can go to the NBA Finals. Yeah, That's what it feels like. Yes, it does. Whereas back then... You know, you had LeBron in Miami with Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh, and you were like, there's just no way they're going to make it to the finals. It feels like now they yeah. could do it. And now with the Embiid injury, too, you got to so, worry about Boston and Milwaukee. All right, so a couple really things there. Down to. You mentioned Boston. Yes. No LeBron last night, no Anthony Davis. And they lost. And they lost. Austin Reeves hit seven threes. The Celtics lost 114-105 to L.A., who will be at the Garden tomorrow night on national television to play the Knicks. So that'd be fun. Knicks-Lakers. Or not. Um, 76ers did beat the Jazz 127-124. Joel Embiid out with the knee injury. But Tyrese Maxey had 51. Here he was on TNT, the mindset going in. Honestly, you know, when I found out Joel wouldn't be playing, you know, I knew what, what happened to him. Um, I was about to sit again. My ankle not 100%, but I was like, man, I, I'm not leaving my team out there. I got to go out there. We got to compete, get one dub, at least on this road Look trip. Look at that. Wow. You push through. The toughness of the NBA player. That's we say right. it all the time. <laughs> Nobody tougher <laughs> well, I don't than the that. NBA player. Uh, Nebraska beat number six Wisconsin in overtime, eighty to seventy-two, and a good win for your guy Speedy Claxton. Hofstra beat Stony Brook seventy-two seventy-one. Get you some highlights throughout the course of the morning. There, the Chargers introduced Jim Harbaugh as their new head coach. He's fired up and he is locked in. I'm waking up like real early in the morning these days, uh, going, you know, I got to bring it. I got to bring my A game, every uh, sense of the word. I want to get a coaching staff put together and hired that. Uh, you know, is going to be worthy of, you know, of, of coaching, uh, you know, not only Justin, but, uh, you know, Derwin and, 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 and all the guys. Yeah, I'm going to bring you. That alarm goes I, off. Great, man. I'll tell you what, man. I, talking to him on the sideline down in Baltimore, I mean, he's he's ready. He's ready. I hope so. It's going to be, that's a weird, that's a crazy division. Andy Reid, Sean Payton, him, and Antonio Pierce. Yep, that's right. Oof. Here Who he, just went to the offensive court? Oh, Cliff Kins. Cliff Kingsbury, Kingsbury is now the offensive coordinator of the Raiders. KK. What a weird, what a weird dynamic that's going to be out there. You also had Harbaugh, and I don't know, I guess they're changing facilities. I'm not sure exactly what's going on. but They're building was, a new facility. Right, I so here are his plans to live in the short term. Should I tell him? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> okay, so uh, I want to I drive my RV out. I want to drive my RV out and... Uh, and, and and go to a trailer park, uh, you know, like down by the water or uh, by Disneyland. There'll be two that I've researched that are close to the facility. And so that's what he's going to do. He's going to live in a in a camper. He's a, he's yeah. He's a little off. There's no question I mean, about it. With but his you wife, be. yes, that's who he asked permission to tell the story to. He looked to his wife and said, "Should I tell him?" <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's probably a pretty nice RV though. I mean, it's like one of these hundred fifty thousand dollar RVs. You don't think he's pulling it with an F one fifty? No, no, I don't it. think that. I think he's driving a big time bus RV kind of slash nice, like thing. a Madden but, cruiser. Yeah. But now that everybody knows that, and they see the most expensive RV in these trailer parks down by the water, down by the river. 
I'm thinking that everybody's going to be busting his balls and knocking on his door and He's going to go out and hang his laundry on a string <laughs> and people are going to go steal his boxer shorts. Yeah, but this is the kind of thing this kind of guy is. What he wants, he wants to get a, you know, a feel in the fabric of the community in the trailer park. Well, he'll get What's the wrong feel. with that? I don't know, sure. man. I don't, I don't want my coach being distracted in a trailer park. He's not going to be distracted because he's not going to be there a lot. But the one thing I would he say... Just his poor wife there. His wife, yeah. I mean, like, you got to be thinking about safety. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Never know what you're running into, especially in California. Man. I mean, have you ever been out Mud to the Hither, Have you ever been out to the Hither Hills trailer deal no. out there? No, it's pretty nice out there. Hither Hills, Hither Hills trailer parks do get a bad reputation. They there are some really nice ones. I'm telling you, the, sure. the one out by Montauk and Hither Hills is okay. I don't get the sense he's going to go to one that was established in 1932 and half of them are falling down. It's probably going to be a very I nice think, one. I think they got one in Hector Park too. Matter sure, fact, there's all sorts of. Oh, how about forget the win? Why don't we get a trailer park in uh, Vegas? We will get a trailer. We'll stay in that for the week. All of us, <laughs> right? Sleeping on top of I each other. You, I wanted to take you guys to Burning Man. You didn't want to go. I, I was. I was. I, in. I was I in. I had that whole thing locked up and ready to rock and roll. We had one of those great RVs that go out there in, and you guys. Were, you know, I, I was ready. I was in. Yeah, I, I was ready. I was ready I to was, go out there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going. I'm not going. Kind oh of boy. Uh, the Panthers introduced Dave Canales as their new head coach. Don't sound like you missed us, Boomer. <laughs> Actually, he seems disgusted with us tonight. He's trashing everybody. He's coming here firing off. He's he saw us. He got sick about it. He's thinking about it. he's got to spend an entire week with us in Vegas. Every waking hour, he's going to be looking at us. I mean, uh, are you trying to ruin O's the mentalist life? I tried to take out the Burning Man. How about Kevin Durant, Jerry? I mean, oh my God. Jesus. Sorry, guys. I got a lot on my chest. I understand. 48 hours of travel just make me like this. And, going. and up in Seattle, Washington, the Seahawks introduced Mike McDonald. Here was John Schneider, their GM. I listened to a, a, a podcast where uh, a gentleman was saying, you know. Oh, here's this is a nice one, Jerry. In the state of Washington, way up in the northwest corner, mm-hmm. their most popular phrase that they search for is sensual sex. You know, this and that. It didn't matter what industry it was. It's loud, wet sex. It's uh, all about who's changing the marketplace. So if I Google Turkish porn. <laughs> <laughs> who's going to change the marketplace? There you go. Wow. <laughs> he's watching the post-game podcast, listening to it daily. <laughs> he's it's amazing, the reach of you guys. Really incredible. <laughs> Actually, in all seriousness, I do love this hire. Uh, by the way, it's a great hire for him. What do you think about the hooded sweatshirt That's blazer, blazer combination? <laughs> That's a new thing, man. You know, Andrew Whitworth would wear that on Prime Thursday nights. Would he? Like, yeah. That's a strange look. Yes, but they do. That's a thing now. It's a thing. It's huh. a thing. Okay. And it looks good, man. He's a young guy. He's been on the rise for the last three or four years. Went to Michigan to work with Jim Harbaugh. Came back uh, to work with John Harbaugh and had one of the best defenses. And they got a bunch of good young players out there. That's a good hire for them. Do you have any uh, cuts of what he sounds like, Mike McDonald? Not yet. Doesn't okay. Not yet. I will. I'm just, I got to get through Jim Harbaugh. I just recorded him. So we I'm just curious. I was going to play Would You Fight That Voice with him because I have on. not heard. Let me see. You're not going to fight that voice. Look at him. Well, you don't. But hey, I do thing. have one here. There's one in the system. Eh, this is this is a great football city, man, and we got yeah. the best fans in the world. Not fighting that. No, that's okay. Um, Good voice. I Good mean, voice. even if you said you were going to fight that voice, and then you showed up and you saw that guy, you wouldn't want to fight that. That's guy. That's the whole point of the game. Yes, I know that. <laughs> 
The Orioles acquired starting pitcher Corbin Burns from the Brewers for a package of prospects, and Marlins outfielder Jazz Chisholm on his birthday uh, lost his arbitration. He will be paid $2.6 million next season rather than the 2.9 he was looking for. Very good with pronouncing the name. I did not fall into the pitfall. Jazz Chisholm. That is perfect. All right, it is Boomer and Geo coming to you live for the Built Ford Tough Studio. You're a professional, Jerry. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Boomer Geo on the fan end, CBS Sports Network on this feel-good Friday. The last show we're doing in the studio until the Tuesday after the Super Bowl. It's crazy. We'll spend an entire week out in Vegas and also the Monday after the Super Bowl because it is a CBS Super Bowl, of course. And Boomer's going to be doing a post-game into the middle of the night. And then we'll be back on the air uh, Monday morning out in Vegas. So Al put something on the show sheet this morning that was an interesting question. It was, why are New York sports fans not celebrating Dante DiVincenzo's Italian heritage like they were Tommy DeVito? Now, there's a couple of answers that I have. First off, the quarterback of a football team coming in in that underdog story is always going to be a bigger story than a guy like Dante DiVincenzo who's coming off the bench and now he's obviously getting much more minutes because of the injuries he's hitting some threes whatever but he is not one of the top players on the team when everybody is healthy so there's that portion of it but the other portion of it that's even more important is that Tommy DeVito and his family we're from northern New Jersey, and they were the ones that bought into this thing. They were the ones. The dad looking the way he did, the agent looking the way he did, the, the Rayo's sauce commercial, the Italian horn around the neck. It was kind of insanity when you think about it. The, the whole, um, you know, the, the hand up in the air thing. So yeah. they, like the DeVitos, and we talked about this a million times, and I loved it, had no problem with it, but they're the ones that perpetuated that, you know, not every 
person with an Italian last name. Like, when I came in here and started working with you, people were like, oh, Giannotti, oh! They weren't doing that because well, I hold wasn't on perpetuating now. Hold on, hold on, hold what? on. You were a, uh, a grand marshal at the Italian parade over there in Jersey. I, I was enter- I was not grand marshal. I was entertainer of the year. Entertainer of the year, whatever that is. For, um, what is it, Montclair? Because right, you're in show business. Uh, yes, that's right. Is so, that why you're getting into the Suff County Hall of Fame? Because you're in show business. Uh, yes. And giving back to the community in which I do. All the right. money that I provide to the local bars on the South Shore. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's kind of interesting. You're, I think you're right. I mean, it, it, you know, DiVincenzo, if he would... Uh, you know, hit a three, right, and did the, the 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 hand sign after the three. Oh my God! Yeah. Then, then then all of a sudden you got something, but he's not perpetuating it like the Devitos were. And he was living at home with his Italian family, and he brought up how his mom was making him chicken cutlets. Now, if Dante Divincenzo were from North Jersey, living at home, and his mom was making him chicken cutlets and all this stuff, then yeah, we would be doing it. But that that's the answer there for uh, for Al Dukes this morning as he was asking that question. Did you hear about the potential bonus for one Brock Purdy? No. So I was, you know, scrolling around, reading different scrolling stories. Scrolling around. And it, it, I guess Brock Purdy, they're, they're going to start a... Because uh, he's making $875,000 this year compared to Patrick Mahomes, who's made fifty, mm-hmm. And I think he got part of it in a signing bonus at the beginning of the year. So the the contrast between what Patrick Mahomes is right now and what he's being paid to do compared to Brock Purdy, it's significant. And I guess Brock is living with one of his teammates, and they split rent and all of that stuff. And it's, you know, it's kind of a cute story. 49er fans have started a GoFundMe page uh, to pay his rent and to get him like $900,000 or something uh, if he can win them a Super Bowl. Yeah, right. That is the key. He throws, well, I- a, throws a big pick. In the fourth quarter. Tom Brady's playing for them next year? <laughs> I mean, there'll be a GoFundMe page to, to fly him to Thailand. You know, they, yeah. that's what's going to change everything. And by the way, Tom Brady has uh, confirmed that he will be in the Fox booth next yeah. year. Mm-hmm. I would imagine that he, and I'm, this is what I'm thinking because he's such a maniac when it comes to preparation. I'm sure, and I did read where he was doing some games, you know, as, you know, like in a studio, to, just to kind of get used to the vernacular and probably some of the technology that they have available for the guys in the booth. But I would imagine that him and Kevin Burkhart are probably going to be somewhere practicing this Super Bowl. Well, that would be smart. broadcast this Super Bowl. That'd be smart. You know, Tom Brady's going to prep. Right, exactly. So, and you know, by the way, he's got big shoes to fill um, (laughs) because the popularity of who he's replacing. Yeah, see... My take on that is that okay. nobody really likes Greg Olson. They just don't like that Tom Brady's coming in and bumping him out. Really? That because... I like Greg Olson. I, right. But <clears throat> you like Greg Olson like you like a lot of guys who call the games. Same here. He's fine. He's fine. But the, the, he is getting pumped up to a level like he is the greatest color analyst of all time. Because Tom Brady, who is generally disliked by most of the football viewing public because of the Patriots and... The cheating scandals and all that, people were sick of him. I happen to love Tom Brady. I'm not one of those guys. But now Greg Olson gets knocked out because big bad Tom Brady is coming in. And I made the reference the other day when you were out. It was like when uh, Marv Albert came back and knocked Ian Eagle out of the Nets broadcast on Yes. And everybody was up in arms and that whole thing. Marv Albert, one of the greats of all time. Yeah. The great, actually, 
the greatest NBA play-by-play voice ever. Yes! But people didn't like it because it was like, here comes someone knocking a guy out of the booth who's got who has that type of juice. Uh, yeah, you know, but the thing about it is Ian is so humble that, you know, he understood it and he understands the business and everything else. You know, for me, the, the hardest thing for people will be, and I'm sure it's going to be one of the highest rated opening games of all time, and that will be that Fox first game Sunday next year, is going to be getting used to Tom Brady's voice because it's a new voice. You've heard it, yeah, but you're not going to, now you're going to hear it in a different kind of vein. And he's going to be talking differently about it. I give him credit for going into the booth after not having to do this. I don't think he has to do this. I don't. I think it's (laughs) very rarely do you get somebody who comes off the field and then does that and then is celebrated. Now, I told Tony Romo was right. And now, look, I mean, he is he's the enemy number one of the NFL viewer right now. He gets crushed. Uh, Jason Witten. I mean, that was a. Disaster. Booger McFarland was a disaster. And so there are a lot of these guys, it just doesn't. Now, Greg Olson, people like, like I said, but I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that Brady's coming in. There's He, he could have and does have right now one of the great lives ever carved out. To go into the booth now and have everybody criticize everything you're saying and then essentially they will hate you. Everybody will hate him. He would have to be John Madden reincarnated. And he's not going to be that. And he's not going to be that. No. Why put yourself through that? I don't understand. Did you like Did you like when John Gruden was doing it? No. You didn't? How no, you, I, I, I thought like he wasn't John critical Gruden? enough, and he would kiss everybody's ass, and everybody was the oh, greatest all, thing ever. They all do. That's not true. Chris Collinsworth is fair. Troy Aikman, without a doubt, he'll criticize well, yeah, people during know. a game. He has. Yes, he has. I'll give you that. I mean, those guys... I mean, he... <laughs> Not not everybody does that. The ones at the, the top of the top, they know what they're doing. I mean, for God's sakes, when you did it a couple years ago and Romo couldn't make it, you were criticizing people so much so that four years later, people are still complaining about it in Canada. I'll tell what? you that story next. Uh, what? <laughs> On the fan in CBS Sports Network, it is Boomer and Geo. They're mad at me in Canada? Still. You know what? I don't care. I don't care. How about that tease? Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.